Hello, my friends. I did it again. I hate introing that way. It's so cheesy. We're going to take this again. What up, though? That might be just as cheesy, but I feel better about it. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet today. Good show. Very, very heated debate between me and Double, but that's just because he's an asshole. Or a masshole. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, yeah, we talk about the upcoming games in the playoffs for football. We talk about, you know, the NHL and the start of that season. And then we talk about all the movement that's happened in various leagues this week. And there's quite a lot of it. So, showtime. All right, welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert, aka Bert Bacharach. I guess that was Papa Dubs that suggested that, right, Double? Yeah. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, with me, as always, I have my co-host, Dubs. Say what up, Dubs. The fuck is up? And Meech. Say what up, Meech. <laughs> what up? I'm a little surprised you didn't drag that out. Like, Burke Bacharach. Eh, <laughs> no, just like I said, get in and get out. That's always the game plan. So, not much to talk about today. Uh, we got some news, I guess. We could talk about movement in, you know, a few different leagues. And we could talk about the NHL. And, oh, yeah, before we get to that, a uh, few... Um, editorial notes i guess i need to make so one the team with all the players that got like suspended if you will for lack of a better phrase was the stars not the blue jackets and two <laughs> technically opening night was last night but yeah anyway we have to issue in a retraction yeah exactly it's a retraction so uh thank god we're not like a, a legitimate publication but anyway, let's talk about the NBA. Hey, that rhymed. <laughs> but you do deep throat. No, I'm just <laughs> An expert. Uh, it's yeah. on his resume right underneath fucking uh, insurance salesman. I'm not an insurance salesman. Same shit. Okay. So let's talk They're about the NBA. I, ran, I rhymed again. <laughs> NBA is easy to rhyme with. Brady just goes... Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes you got to cut him off okay. early. You know, he gets out of control and just says some really dumb shit. Fucks. Just the verbal shit just starts like flying out of his mouth. So, say, I'm going to cut something off you. You better watch you say, I'll cut something off your mom. So, <laughs> fucking cut you off in a car. T -bone Jesus, this escalated quickly. Why don't you bull tickets? I took a fat one before we hopped on, and apparently, both of you did not. Oh, uh, yeah, well, Double had it in for me today, talking shit about my team, even though his team barely beat the Devils. But we'll We're get one to that. Oh. We'll, we'll get to on, that. Hold on, no, hold no, on, hold no, on. We're 1-0. No. Oh. What are you? you? Wanna, you what are you? Yeah, 0-1. Oh 0-1. Oh okay. Oh, okay. we lost to the Islanders. You know, only a conference final fucking team. You barely beat the Devils. I'll say it again. The New Jersey Devils Did you guys in score? a shootout. Did you no, guys score? but if you want to talk about that, but if you want to talk about that, we could just talk about that real quick. It's bullshit. We did score. They called goaltender <laughs> interference on like the like. Honestly, dude, I'm not joking. 
It's some of the worst the people, officiating I've ever seen in a, in a hockey game. Like it was straight he's garbage. So mad. He's so mad he glazed right over my Martin Brodeur joke. Jesus Christ, Uncle Daddy. You mean Uncle Daddy? Uncle Daddy. <laughs> Father, Uncle, Brother? <laughs> the Rangers podcast I listen to calls him Uncle Daddy, and it's so fucking true. But no, dude, it really was, like, really bad officiating. Like, it was so bad that they had a – the Islanders had a blatant goaltender interference. Like, knocked him out of the goal of the crease. Like, knocked him out of the paint. And the refs called it a goal, and it was such a bad call that they had to review it again and then called it no goal. Well, you can be happy to know that it wouldn't have affected the outcome of the game. Second, no, it actually you're, did you're affect the outcome of the game. You're bitching about a call that was game. corrected. Well, it was four nothing. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that's an example of how bad the officiating, was. dude. It was so bad. Mika Zibanejad got hit. That like I wouldn't have been surprised if he walked away concussed. They didn't call it, and then twenty sec, not even twenty seconds later, they called Tony D'Angelo for a hooking call. And it's like, dude, if you're not going to call that, it was just it was one of those games where it's like. No matter what the Rangers did, the refs were going to take them out of the game. And I'm not the guy to blame the refs. I'm always the guy that's like, yeah, you fucking sucked this game. But it really was the case. They called goaltender interference on a Rangers goal. That like The goalie played the puck. It just went in. And their Rangers defenseman just like fell down on the side Let of the net. Let me stop and they you there because goaltender interference. I feel like, like it's you're trash. the officiating Nazi. What do you mean you're not the one to blame the refs? No, I'm not like I'm not I'm not like, like a, I'm not a shit fucking all the refs. Yeah, because it, it, no, I just said in the NFL it's really bad because it is really bad. But I've I've always the one that says like no, you lose the game nine times out of ten, it's your team's fault. But tonight it really was the case. There were some calls that were made that were absolutely fair, but there were some calls that were made that was like that's just nonsense. Like, absolute nonsense. Go watch the tape, man. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to watch tape of a first in NHL game of the year to watch how bad the officiating is, Bernie. Con- Why don't you calm down? You're Here's like your, mid-season uh, form calm. right now. Calmer than you are. Here's your NHL stat of the day, boys. Stat of the show. Rangers have the worst goal differential in the NHL after one game. <laughs> That's like those. That's like those fucking pitchers that have a seventy-five ERA at the beginning of the year. Or like, uh, fucking who the fuck was it on the Red Sox after the first game? He had an infinite ERA. This season, I was like, God damn it, we just throw it in, throw in the towel. Are we done? Are you? Are done? you? I don't know. Are you done? We can talk about some basketball. So, what happened in the NBA, Meech? <laughs> The one, the one that was just went on a tangent about his fucking hockey team on fucking opening night. Finally, no, you gotta on. understand. You gotta understand. This shit's been brewing, dog. Because I've had a rough couple <laughs> days. Double fucking knows that, and he's acting like a fucking dick in the chat all he night. Legit sending screenshots of the score. Yeah, it's game. like, dude, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't anyway. know if you were watching. Moving oh, yeah, on right. to the association yeah, okay. again. Uh, Harden was traded. Traded. Gone. Traded. I did not Kaput. know if it would happen this early in the season. Basically threw a fucking fit the on the ground. The is headed to Brooklyn. I can't say I'm surprised he threw a fit. Yeah, I don't know. It, I see that fucking meme he posted on Twitter, Meech, the... KD putting up flyers looking for Kyrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got chunky James Harden with his backpack waving at dude, him. Dude, it was like so, it was like a political cartoon, but for post. but for the Nets, dude. It was amazing. 
it was good. It was real good. Yeah. But yeah, Kyrie MIA. He's missed the last five games. He hasn't played since January 5th. He went on a hiatus for quote personal reasons. Went to his and sisters. People were saying that they saw a cloud of smoke and then he disappeared. So maybe that sage just uh, had, didn't have proper ventilation. <laughs> he fell off the. Uh, end what does of that mean earth. for personal reasons? Is this like a thing uh, well, where, like, does he have COVID and he's just not saying? No, he went to his sister's birthday party. He was on a Zoom call with the Manhattan <laughs> DA candidate yes, 30 was. minutes before tip-off. Well, that was Cal Irving, so we don't know if that was for sure the same person. No, it was Kyrie <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> I know, but he it, his name in his picture, like his box, oh, yeah. uh, was Cal Irving. <laughs> oh, okay. He kept the last name. Like, okay, yeah, not, Cal not Irving. fooling anyone, bud. <laughs> yeah. Great aliases often start with both your first initial and your last name. Yeah. I'm going to start looking out for a Kyrie Irving burner named Cal Irving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, do we think the hard trade was good? I'll, uh, I'll give you guys what they gave up. It was a lot. Yeah, it was man, it's probably lot. not good. So... The Nets received James Harden and a second-round pick from Cleveland. The Cavs received Jared Allen and Torian Prince from Brooklyn. The Pacers got Karis LeVert and a second-round pick. Uh, Oladipo ended up in OKC out of it from the Pacers. Oh, no, it was the Rockets. Sorry, I don't know why I said OKC. Maybe Durant. But uh, Rockets got Victor Oladipo, Dante X. Some Rodion's Curix. That's a name. Four first round picks from Brooklyn and one from Milwaukee. Woo! Four first round picks swaps with Brooklyn. So they get to take the best pick and give Brooklyn the worst of the two for four seasons after the four first round picks. Wait, you said so, for four seasons? Yeah. So basically eight first Why'd round you even picks. ask me if I think it's a good deal? You know the answer to that question. <laughs> this is going to be a dumpster fire of epic proportions, and I cannot wait to see it blow up in Brooklyn. Oh, it's, I mean, this is going to go down in history as one of the worst <clears throat> deals ever made. Like, the only thing I've never seen anything is, like that. I honestly think Harden and Durant can work together. and so Kyrie's the one that can't. Well, yeah, but that's that's I honestly believe that's one of the reasons they went out and got Harden because and why they spent so much getting him because they have they have uh, Durant for two years, I believe, and then he becomes a free agent after that. So their time frame is really right now. They can't count on Kyrie. And so they pulled the trigger on Harden. And even if Harden and Durant are the only two on that team as far as the big stars. Um, and Cal Irving is uh, <laughs> continuing to pop up on Zoom calls across the... <laughs> Uncle Cal Drew Irving. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's, he's, you know, attempting to pop up on Zoom calls across the uh, universe. Um, he's a bonus. Across at, this at flat earth point. we so, have. I mean, at least having Durant and Harden will get you there. We've all, we know what Harden can do. He's scored... He's, he's a beast when it comes to scoring, uh, one of the best scores in the league every year. So he can put up numbers, and if he wants to be there, I don't understand why he wouldn't. 
um, because he's done it every year in Houston except for this year. So he's going to probably lose some weight, and him and Durant can probably get that team to deep in the playoffs in the East. Yeah, but, I mean, that deal sounds a little bit suspiciously like mortgaging the future of the team. So it's like, I hear you, like the window is now, and you do have to make the push anytime the window is open or closing, rather. But the Nets just that sounds like mortgaging to have, the future. Sorry, Dubs. The Nets just refused to have draft picks. They gave us all of their draft picks from 2010 to 2020, and they gave Houston all their draft picks from 2020 to 2030. Like they just don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's like like, you're like mortgaging your future at that point. Like, I I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I guess if you win a championship, it's worth it, right? I don't know. Yeah. Did you see the quote Harden had before the day before they got traded? They they asked him about the situation, and he was like, "Well, quote, it's something that I don't think can be fixed." And then he was like, "All right, thanks." Got up and left. And then DeMarcus Cousins came out the next morning and said the disrespect started way before any interview. And he said something along the lines of, I don't care where James ends up. I didn't come here for him. I came here for John Wall. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's... So it is... (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. It was a disaster down there. (laughs) Like, I'm kind of speechless. Like, I don't even know what you say about that, man. But, like... You know, like I said, I think like, you know, if you win a championship, I guess it's worth it. But to me, it's it's always a tough call because it's like I get why teams make the push when the window is closing. I I understand why you do that. But that's going beyond that, man. Like that's mortgaging the future for a long time. And it's just like, and it's a team that's already done it before they did it with Boston and it didn't work out then either. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a fan of the team, I would honestly rather you not do that. Like I would, you know, rather like to me, one championship is not worth, you know, a potential 10 10 years years of of pain. Yeah. Like that's, that's fucking stupid. Unless you're like the Mets, you know, then I get it. But you know, I mean, it boils down to, is a championship good or is being competitive every year more of what you want? Right, exactly. Yeah. It does boil down to that. Like, honestly, being a Dodger fan before they won this, this year, mm-hmm. I will take the championship because it is so frustrating not having one for 30 years. Right. That's I yeah. That's know. what I'm saying. Like, if you're like a, 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 you know, a Mets fan know. or something like that, I you won't. know, I get it. Yes, you will. You absolutely will. And I'm going to go on record and say, just like I said in the chat, when it happens to you, I won't. Be I don't a want dick your about pity. It. I won't. Be I don't a want dick about pity. it. I'll be a bigger man. I'm going to be a nice guy about it. That's so, I'm going to be a prick because Boston yeah, I know at some point will experience a championship. It won't. Drought, it just won't. It I mean, just they will. will. It happens to I know every your single life, city. I know your life has been privileged up until this point. That's not how sports work. It's exactly. how Boston works. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. And and a fan base couldn't deserve it more because you guys are just <laughs> the we biggest. Do. We deserve every championship we've gotten. It's for the city. It's for the people. 617. <laughs> that are delusional. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's... Brad? 
it just is gonna make it's just gonna make it so much funnier. Like if we're still doing yeah. a podcast in a couple years and it it's dark days for you, I'm gonna tack on this specific soundbite before the podcast and just be like, yeah. I'm gonna to the intro. Funny. The intro will and, just and me it, be say, just me just me saying, yeah, that aged well, and then we'll start. And we the have music. this. We have this. <laughs> conversation three four years from now we've racked up another couple titles and we'll talk and i'll clip the soundbite at the front and i'll look like a savant <laughs> Savant. oh god yeah okay let's move yeah. on to the association yeah. yeah uh the hot stove started to get a little bit hotter and start well started to get we turned the heat on it's on yeah. a low it's on the lowest yeah. setting but we turned the burner it's on. simmering yeah they're yeah. ramping it up because they don't want to go too fast uh, we put White some Sox, salt in the water. Yeah, White Sox continued uh, what appears to be their run at the central AL Central, acquiring Liam Hendricks uh, was has been the top five closers in the league the last couple of years. So that's a huge get for them, and we know they've added uh, a new manager as well as a couple players in the off season. So they look to be all in on winning the AL Central at least. Phillies sign Archie Bradley. Help that bullpen. Uh, they had a big team, Archie Bradley guy. Yeah, they had a team ERA of seven point oh two in their bullpen last year. So Archie Bradley aims to curtail that. Curtail? Um, He's moving coke. Curtail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Archie Bradley is is an interesting story because I've seen he's been in my division for the last several years, and uh, at one point he was the star starting pitcher prospect. He's worked that into having a couple huge injuries and then worked his way back to being a relevant closer. So speaking of injuries, I cut my finger. I'm playing through the pain right now. (laughs) Oh brother. And then the Astros signed Pedro Baez. So a Dodger goes to the Astros. Uh, Honestly, a lot of Dodger fans are angry about this one. I don't care. As a player, you have to get paid. You should have no loyalties. Also, I know he improved last year. I am so happy to have Pedro Baez out of my bullpen. I couldn't be happier. Liam Hendricks sounds like a guy who you'd find on the beach just like surfing and crushing six packs. Yeah, I was going to say he kind of looks like a guy like that, too. Yeah, he sounds like a cast member of the real bros. Yeah. You know, like my boy yeah, Liam got a, a, you know, GMC totally murdered out, 16-inch <laughs> lift. He throw, <laughs> throws like six surfboards in the back of that motherfucker. Go cruise down to the beach, have some briskies. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. All right. So, I mean, you know, apart from the nonsense that, you know, Double and I were talking earlier, the hostilities, there really wasn't much interesting that happened in the nhl opening night it's pretty sloppy hockey as one would Bruins expect won. without a preseason really i mean one interesting thing did happen where the flyers beat the penguins uh which was and they kind of like stomped them too like six to three it's kind of like, good Oof. and i i know it's too early to call it um but i really do think the flyers are gonna be up there this year i think tampa is obviously a threat you know, Double's going to talk all this shit. I don't think the Bruins are going to be as much of a threat as he wants to believe they are. They would have been until they started making some really stupid deals. But and you know, where will you guys be? Uh, all right. Well, first of all, let me just say this. Uh, I've said numerous times on the podcast that this was not going to be our year. 
You said you'd make the playoffs fucking two I, days ago. I fucking did not. You did. It's on the fucking podcast. It I isn't. will fucking pull it up. It, it is. I fucking. Mm. No, it isn't. That's not what <laughs> I said. I fucking. No, you're wrong. Because what I said you're is, li- I said we won't make the playoffs this year. Next year, we'll make the playoffs. That's what I said. Verbatim. I'm going to listen to it back. Please do. And tomorrow, I will wait your apology. Anyway, it will be interesting to see how the hockey season shakes up because uh, it all we've seen it with all of these sports that have had, you know, have had have suffered through the COVID situation. Um, I mean, they're getting paid millions of dollars and stuff. Yeah. So suffering is kind of a but yeah, uh, it, but we've seen kind of trends that have developed with a couple mil. Yeah, it does. Yeah, we've seen trends that developed um, in the other leagues. I mean, the Marlins made it last year in the MLB playoffs. No one had them. So it'd be interesting to see what team reaches, um, you know, the playoffs in the NHL, given the lack of training camp and some offseason moves that took place for sure. Yeah, and with the NHL playoffs, once you get there, it's no holds barred. Yeah, like it's any. any yeah, win. once you yeah. get there, it's yeah, it's up for grabs. The best. All you have to NHL do is get there. Are the best. Yeah, yeah. NHL playoffs are the best postseason out of all the sports, honestly. 100%. And baseball is sneaky good too in the postseason. I would Every put them number. I would put them number three, just behind the NFL. See, I actually, I actually kind of disagree, and and this is, I'm glad you said that double, because to me the difference is the problem with the NFL. I guess I just find it frustrating. Yeah, is the one game bullshit because I really do believe that like a real champion doesn't win one game. A real champion beats you and then beats you again. Like that's uh, that's kind of like the one game. Does. It makes it different from all the I, other. No, I get that. That's the only reason I like it is because it's different from the other four. But I agree with you, Bernie. I, if they could find a way to do it, with but I don't think they can. Weeks where they could play. Through, I don't think they can either. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not necessarily faulting idea. them. Like I don't think they can. I'm just saying, like, there are so many, like, NFL playoff games that I've seen in my lifetime that have been won on, like, one bad play. And I'm sorry, if you capitalize on one team's, like, one bad play, it doesn't mean you're the better team. It just means they fucked up. No, but that means that's that's what brings it excitement adds, to the yeah. NFL. No, I agree. League. I agree I mean, with you. I'm not saying like that. It's one chance. So like, and that's why I think the the regular season of the the NFL is so much more impactful. That I kind of think the postseasons like you don't get the greatest matchups. You don't get there's there's that's true. It, it's it's not as good as the other ones. Meanwhile, the regular season dominates all of the other sports. Right. I mean, I get excited for when baseball comes back, and then I kind of tune out for a couple months, and then I come back. So like. And I and I, do I don't even thing. pay attention too much to NBA. That I'm just not a huge NBA guy. Me neither. And then NHL, I'll, I'll watch a couple games, and then when the postseason happens, I jump all in on the the uh, NHL playoffs. Yeah, you know, you know, your Celtics Kings are playing the Wild tonight. Yeah, it's one one right now. I know. They should win that game. By the way, if they don't win that game, I would be upset if I was you. That's a game I couldn't give less. <laughs> I'm of not gonna a fuck take about. it personally. Like, if I saw the Kings wild on, I'd probably just verbally go you. <laughs> like, I don't want to watch that shit. Hold on, it's not the Capitals oh, what's, what's on the Sabres. I'd rather watch that. Uh, <laughs> dude. 
I'm disappointed in you. The Sabres have fucking well, Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall. I, I know they do. Them. They're probably going to be pretty good this year, I think. That's yeah, exactly. my hot take is like people are going to expect the Sabres to suck, and they're probably going to be pretty good. That could be your hot take for hockey, and mine is that the sun, mine was the Suns, and they've panned out so far, but it is early for NBA. Yeah, I mean, it's early in, you know, the NBA oh, and no the NHL shit. to call anything, really, but let's... So that's uh, why it's a bold prediction. Yeah, exactly. Speaking why it's of a, predictions. A hot teak, a hot teak. Well, isn't there some movement in the NFL we need to talk about before we really get to the... Oh, you're totally the, right. The games of this weekend? Urban Meyer. Picks up the Jags job. NFL fucking here we Hold come. on. Didn't we all say that wouldn't happen? We did. Yeah, that didn't age well. No. <laughs> oh, well, you win some, you lose some. He, he won't be there for that long. I, I don't know how long his deal is. I keep looking for details, but I honestly don't see him being there for more than two years. I feel like he has had health problems at each stop and... I don't think he should be coaching. I think you just can't get the coaching out of a coach. I feel like, you know, certain coaches are just meant to, you know, coach forever. I feel like, and I think urban's like that. He's tried to walk away from it a couple times and this is a unique opportunity. It's, it's something he's never done before. It is in the NFL and he will have, I believe uh, personnel control for the first year, but I just, it's so he, I think he has like an 85% win percentage in college. Something stupid. It's and like, yeah, I think you're right. It's like that just won't happen in the NFL, right? And he's used to full, like you said, he have personnel control the first season, but he's used to full control over the players and shit too. And that's just not well. And he's goes. used to get, yeah. stacking five star recruits at every position. Exactly. I mean, right. college college football is all about the rich getting richer. It's not like they get one five star recruit. They just double stack them. I mean, Mac Jones was recruited when Tua was still there. Like, it just keep, they just keep rolling it in. Um, and so you're used to getting, you know, essentially five first round picks out of every recruiting class at least. And he's going to have one. It's probably going to be Trevor. But we'll we'll see how how much those losses take a toll on him. Uh, in the NFL, because you can't be as successful as he was in college. You just can't. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to watch. I'm actually like kind of hyped for it. I'm I'll here for it. Definitely have my eyes on the Jags. Yeah, right before the podcast, Jets hired Robert Sala, D coordinator for the Niners the last few years. He's been great there. Uh, Jets go ahead and pick him up. Did you see how long it was for me? Should they announce that yet? Five year deal. So he's there for a while. That's a good. It's a good good link. How do you feel contract. about that? You think it's a good move? I think it's a good move. He was one of the like as defensive coaches go, he was one of the top candidates. Right. Do you think that's what they need? As I mean, a coach? it's 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 hard because I still think that defensive coaches are valuable, but I mean, you look at like like Andy Reid, who's the new hot coaching tree that everyone's picking from he can continue to lose offensive coordinators because at the end of the day, it's his system. He's an offensive coach. And that's kind of what being an offensive coach brings to the table versus like a defensive coach who, if a defensive coach has an, a great O coordinator, they're going to be hired the next year. I mean, we saw it with Sean McVay. Um, you know, everyone that was on his offensive staff got plucked. And so right. he could withstand that because he himself is basically the coordinator, play caller, all that stuff. 
you can stand to lose those people, but defensive coaches can't stand that once they start having success as much. So we'll see. I still think value defensive coaches bring value to the table. It's a solid take, Mitch. I'll just keep took the words right out of my mouth. Doesn't like solid ass take. Way to go! All right, so you boys want to preview some games? The preview. Oh uh, no! <laughs> Hold on. There's so much. There's so much more to cover the than preview. those. So okay. uh, <laughs> coaching hires. The Lions also hired a GM. Broncos hired a GM. Texans Texans hired a GM a couple of weeks ago, but Nick I don't think like my boy. That. Yeah, they've only been trying to hire him for two years, and that's what pissed off Deshaun Watson initially. Um, Seahawks fired their OC, Brian Schottenheimer. Cowboys brought in Dan Quinn as their new defensive coordinator. So a ton of uh, personnel and the moves. Raiders got uh, oh, Gus Bradley. That's right. They got Ken Wisenhunt. I mean, Gus Bradley. They Ken put out Wisenhunt. a picture of Ken Wisenhunt on <laughs> They did. I, fucking, I didn't see the picture because they took it down, but I saw people talking about it. You know, it's funny because I, without knowing that the day before I looked at it, I was like, I don't think that's what Gus Bradley looks like. <laughs> yeah, I saw it after they changed it, but I saw in the replies and shit on Twitter, everyone was like, oh, now they got Gus Bradley up there. <laughs> <laughs> Gus Bradley's been one of the more, I mean, he was a head coach in the league. So anytime you're a head coach, you kind of know what the guy looks like. And then also he's been one of the top defensive coordinators, just like Salah. Everyone knows what Salah looks like and everyone knows what um Dan Dan Quinn looks like and all you know any any coordinator the enemy for the Chiefs be enemy any coordinator that's on the you know either been a head coach before or on the periphery of being a head coach you know what they look like and so when I saw that picture I was like wait I pretty sure that's not Gus Bradley pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) and then it ends up I heard that the next day that it was not um oops yeah Yeah, that's a big oops the Eagles get rid of their head coach. Super Bowl winning has made the playoffs three of the last four years. Oh, we heard Durant. And yeah. they are interviewing everybody. And I hate that. Why, <laughs> if you get rid of somebody, you should have, have no idea who they're yeah, exactly, with. Exactly. And that's what pisses me off the most. I hate when people don't know who they're replacing. If you're firing someone, your first question is, who should we but bring? But hold on. Hold on. Because like, picture should we bring in to replace them? I hear like, you. I picture Jeffrey Laurie walking into the Peterson's empty office to go yell at him, and then just going, "Ah, oh, well, what do we do now?" And just like kicking rocks in his empty office. Then he goes over to Howie's <laughs> office to scream at him, and then Howie gives him a present. He's like, "I love you, son." No, he just gives him a full-on blowjob because there's no other way yeah. that guy's still yeah. fucking there. You know, I was going the G-rated version of that, but you are unequivocally correct there. Like, I have no idea how he's not even close to being on the hot seat. Like, it's lines off his fucking dick. You don't think that maybe they're just interviewing a bunch of people to get kind of because I've seen teams do this in the past. Like, they probably have a couple guys they're eyeing. I was going to say iring. I don't know what that is. But um, they probably have a couple guys there eyeing, but they're just interviewing as many people because you get like free information when you do that. You know, like it's free ideas, essentially. I mean, so I that think could it makes be you the look case. really unorganized when you do that. That being said, everyone doing meetings over Zoom, 
a ton of people have gotten interviews that I don't even think would have gotten an interview had it not been for Zoom. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. But one of the guys <laughs> we were interviewing is Kellen Moore, and I just want to cry because, I, I mean, you heard it from me last week. <laughs> I was so happy he stayed with the Cowboys, and now we're interviewing him. <laughs> And I just, I would I'm be so, so fucking sorry, happy. I'd be I so happy. I am so scared for the direction that this this franchise is headed in. Sorry, they they kind of like wove into the personnel hirings and stuff there. So I had to bring that up. I didn't mean to rant on the Eagles for ten minutes. No, it's Jesus. okay, man. It's all right. We got time to fill today, baby. That's all right. But you know what? It's time for. I do. Go ahead. The preview. Oh, Playoff did, preview. Did Meech do a preview there? The preview, <laughs> yeah. The playoff preview. I'm here for. Yeah. I've, I've just fully embraced it. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's, I, so that's what I'm doing. Hop on the bandwagon, buddy. Mentally, yeah. it's less exhausting for me to just jump right <laughs> in. All right, well, let's get into this. We got Rams Packers first up on the docket. Where are we going, boys? Darnell Docket. Darnell um, Docket. That's, that's a, a name. It's a name. He had some crazy hair. <laughs> um, I'm going with the Packers. I think I think that's a good call because Aaron Rodgers is just like he's on one this season, man. And I think it's a good call. He's really yeah. good. Their Rams defense is number one in the league. They held Russell Wilson under 200 yards last week and to a 75 rating. And the Packers left tackle David Bakhtiari is out with a torn ACL, but. Rodgers and Devontae Adams are an absolute fucking unit. And I just, I don't know. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to get it done in the playoffs. He's on the fuck you tour. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Like, the only reason that I could say you would pick the Rams in this game is because of their defense. Right. And you I know? just I mean, feel yeah, like that's... Aaron Rodgers could overcome a defense. Yeah. Granted, yeah. it is the that's Rams. That's the only reason they're phenomenal. in the conversation at all. Um, the Bears also have a good defense, and he tore that one apart, though. So, I mean... I, I do I'm also picking the Packers here. Um the weather I tried to do that on the low key instead of like introing it like I usually do. Just gotta tuck it in there. No man, you gotta give me space to do the stick. This man. week on weather covers the spread. A damn team goes to Lambeau. Home of the biggest home field advantage in the league still to this day. Like I said, I think they've lost two or three games at home the last two years. So kind of crazy. And I, I just think the Packers are a better overall team. And I think that their offense can weather the, the defense they're about to face. I, it might be a close game. I'm not saying it won't be close, but yeah, uh, uh, I eventually really think the close. Packers will, will uh, pull through. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's going to be really uh, close as well. I think it comes down to an Aaron Rodgers game-winning drive. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> yeah. gonna be a close game, and I think the Ravens Bills game is gonna be close too. What do you guys think? I think it's gonna be close, but I think the Ravens win by somewhere around a touchdown because the Bills are not that good against the run, and we know how good the Ravens are. Yeah, yeah, like solid the analysis. The Ravens off rush offense and the Bills run defense. That's the biggest gap between them, and the other gaps in the different facets of the game aren't enough for me to take the bills okay i'm actually taking the bills let's go (laughs) (laughs) one of the reasons weather uh ravens play in the cold as well but lamar jackson from 
Uh, Florida stated he did not want to play in the snow. Guess what it's supposed to do on Saturday? Snow. Snow during my shift, too. Yeah. So that should be, you would think that would be a plus for the Ravens. As we know, they're the best rush rush attack in the league as far as they have just so many weapons that can rush. They've been splitting out their two backs. Uh, Dobbins has looked good. Gus the Bus has looked good. And then Lamar Jackson himself is part of that rush attack. Uh, so flash. it's the most potion. What? I'm calling Lamar Jackson the Flash from now on. Oh. He's the Flash. You want to see me touch that rock? You want to see me do it again? <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Um, My bad. So the Russia, they have the one of the best rush attacks, which you think would be better um, in the snow. But I just think the Bills are going to win at home. Um, they're going to have some fans in the stadium again. And even though they weren't the best team last week, the best team that was playing last weekend, the Colts played better than them. The Bills still found a way to win. And I think that they're going to win again this week, even though the Ravens have looked like a steam train that is just storming ahead. Their defense is just getting better as they go, and I think they're going to be able to keep that up. And like I said, the offense is – I think the run offense is going to be the difference. Yeah, Yeah, and it might be. It might be. I I just – I like the Bills at home in the snow. I feel like they're more suited to it than the Ravens. I think we're going to differ on two picks here, Rich. Well – I just want to say the the Ravens Bills game is actually probably the game I'm looking forward to the most. Apart Agreed. from apart from I mean, the Browns and the Chiefs, just nah, because Ravens, I'm behind Bills. the Browns a hundred percent, I want the Browns to win. I know they most likely won't win this game, but I really Birdie's want to on win. a Birdie's on a one way trip to Brown Town, which is the factory of sadness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Birdie's on a Browns bender the last two weeks. Yeah, so don't Browns, tell me you're not behind them too. I know you are. You want them to win. I do, uh, but the I Browns mean, I want them to win, but they won't. They already had the yeah, Super that's, Bowl. Yeah, that's what I They're just done. said. That's what I just said. I know they won't win, but I want them to. Oh, oh. Well, that's. I just, thought you were picking them. Yeah, that's a that's stupid. No, <laughs> my 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 uh, my my bold pick is yet to come. Oh, we're on the same fucking bold pick. God damn it. I said I wouldn't do it. So you think the Chiefs um, are going to win, huh? I'm taking the Chiefs. The Browns, they had their Super Bowl last week. They showed up against the Steelers. They almost gave it away. They still gave up 500 yards through the air. Uh, if they come at the Chiefs with that soft-ass pass defense, that's going to get exposed. And like yeah. I said, I just think they've already... They had their game. This is it. They also got super lucky last week. I mean, a lot of things went their way. Um, And not saying that they didn't take advantage of it. They did, and they ended up winning the game. But you're not going to get a defensive touchdown on the first hike of the game every game out there. And I just think that the Chiefs are going to win. I want the Browns to win. Uh, I wanted Andy Reid to get a Super Bowl. He got one. Now I'm rooting for the Browns. But – the Chiefs are going to win. They just have so many weapons, and I know they haven't been blowing people away, uh, but they're rested, and I think they're going to just be able to pick apart, like you said, this porous uh, pass, pass defense. They will have Ward, Denzel Ward back, but even then, there's just so many weapons for you to cover. Try doubling Hill or Kelsey. 
they just get beat by one of the else. other clowns in the backfield or, or they'll the hitting core. McCole Hartman or the running back. Like they like use too many weapons. Sammy Watkins will dust off his walker and beat you a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So many weapons. And so even though the Chiefs I don't they don't have uh Clyde Edwards, right? He's out for the year. I believe he's done, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, even though they won't have a rush attack, they, they just have so many weapons, and I I do think they they'll beat them. Look at like Gilbert Arenas's car, all the weapons they got. <laughs> <laughs> weapons charges for Dave. <laughs> all right, so my bold pick Agent is that the Bucks zero. are going to beat the Saints. That's my pick. They're going to beat the Saints. I'm also on the Bucks. God yeah, damn it. Yeah, let's go. God damn it. God let's go. It. Every time I've been on a pick with you this season, it's lost. I mean, you every time that? I've made a pick this season, it's lost. So Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I was going to pick the Bucks, but not like that information. Damn now. it. Doesn't he make you want to come down Saints now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Uh, Brady picked up to it. it. No, I'm riding with it. Brady. Fuck it. Yeah, Fuck I think it. the Bucks are going to win here as well, actually. So we're all in on this pick together. They beat him twice. I, it's so hard to beat a team three times. And you don't league. beat Brady three times. Yeah, not to mention they have looked a lot better. It seems like the offense is clicking. Um, everyone thought that the Washington Football Club's pass rush would get to Brady. Uh, the Bucks. I want Tom. Line. I yeah. want Tom. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, as Arian said, be careful what you wish for. Uh, the greatest quarterback ever beat them last week uh, and was kept clean with his line. And so I think that the Bucks are going to be able to pull out a win here um, just because of the way they're playing. And they just have so many weapons. Um, and historically, if you keep Tom Brady clean, they're going to win the game. Yeah, I mean, if and that's that's what I, what I put. If, if the... Saints can get to him, which they do have a great defensive line as well. Cameron Jordan only... and uh, the fuck's the other guys? Then Hendrickson, they're both double digits in the sacks this year. Yeah, both great, great players. Like I said, the only thing that I gives me some confidence is that that Bucks line really held up last week when everyone expected it to be a bloodbath. Basically, uh, that was the best part of you know Washington's team, and so the fact that the Bucks weathered that storm and kept him clean uh gives me more hope for the third matchup which i just don't think the saints are gonna beat him again yeah i was saying too also yeah go ahead also the saints just have horrible playoff luck the I mean, worst horrible the worst playoff, playoff luck. luck so Nobody betting gets against fucked them, in the playoffs like the saints yeah 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 no one gets fucked like the saints in the playoffs so uh, that that being said, I wouldn't be shocked if something weird happened and it fucked over the Saints because it just it's it's like a yearly tradition at this Minneapolis point. miracle, pounce interference. <laughs> yeah, I honestly I, I think it's it's one of those games where if the Bucks play everything just the right way, they'll win. But if if they give up a little bit of ground, it might not go their way, dude. Like you gotta I, get up. I, early, don't think I, think. I don't think there's a large margin for error. In that game, yeah, no, nah, for sure. Also, the the Bucks rush defense is pretty good. If they keep Alvin Kamara in check, I think that that's the key to winning the game for the Bucks. Keeping him in check, making sure that Breeze has to throw, um, and then you know keeping Tom Brady clean. Those are the two keys for this game. 
And Bernie, to add to your point, I don't think there's much margin for error in any of these games. I think they're all going to be pretty close. Yeah, I was actually literally about to say that, man. Way to go. Literally every single game here I think will be close. The only one I could see not being very close. Chiefs, would, Browns. Yeah, exactly. I could see that being a blowout, but I could see the Browns, you know, surprising everyone if if they just I can get see a them hanging in like a thirty-one to twenty-four game. It, yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. Yeah, if they if they can keep the game from getting away from them, it'll at least be close. All right, so I have a question because we got about ten minutes to fill here, really, before we hit the hour mark. Right, that's the goal. So I got a question here. Uh, I heard this on NHL radio the other day, and I thought it was a really interesting question. So I want to ask. I you don't this. like you like that, God. <laughs> Check yes or no. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> give it up. You've received a note. Check yes or no. Check yes, yes or, or no. Half. All right. The question is, if your team, and we'll go through all the major sports, and if you want, I'll answer first. If your team never existed, who would you root for? And I'll answer first if you want. If it wasn't the Mets, honestly, and it, a couple of mine might make you both a little irritated. If it wasn't the Mets, it's probably the Red Sox because my Yay. dad, my dad's a big Red Sox guy. Um, he was a big Ted Williams guy, so probably Everyone's the Red a big Sox. Ted Williams guy. Um, football, obviously, it's the Chargers. Hockey is the toughest one for me. Wait, would it be the Rams? N- no. <laughs> yeah, you have to pick it. your alternate team, not your favorite <laughs> team, Birdie. I think you read the rules uh, wrong. You're, you asked the you're question. A double, you're a dick. How do you get the rules wrong? Uh, well played, double. Well played. Hockey. Probably going to go... Bruins? No. <laughs> a Boston sweep? I mean, I don't, I don't hate the Bruins. I, I never really have. I don't hate them. I just hate Brad. Brad? The Maple Leafs, maybe? I know that sounds ridiculous, uh, but... Uh, I know... Yeah, uh, see, I knew that was going to piss you off, but I like... Some of their players and and you know oh you like whiny team. bitches you really want to talk about <laughs> whiny bitches when you're a Boston Bruins fan do we want to talk about that I don't Excuse think we me? want to talk about that we're not gonna talk about that Excuse I've, me? I've been nice enough for the last twenty minutes I don't need to get back to, you're not gonna drag me back down there double stop trying to drag Come me back, back down, down bitch <laughs> yeah, you guys almost <laughs> fucking took off the gloves fucking in the early set. I was just sitting here watching the I did drop the gloves he sent me to the box for instigation <laughs> two for instigation wow. okay, little Sean no. Avery. Uh, yeah, Sean Avery. Fitting for the Rangers fan. <laughs> I hated Sean Avery. Although the Ooga Booga goal was amazing. That was one of the best things I've ever seen. Have you ever, did you see that? Were you old enough to see that? I no. don't know. I think it was on like restricted access. <laughs> they didn't have parental controls when you were growing up. <laughs> and if they did, your mom definitely didn't use them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, but basketball, I mean, Stay at home alone at I seven. I don't There's give no parental a fuck controls. about basketball. So, like, I don't know. I'm just gonna pick a weird team, like Toronto, maybe, or like I'm not gonna pick the, the Nets. Fuck? Yeah, like I don't give a fuck about basketball, so I don't care. But who you picking in baseball, Meech? If the Dodgers never existed, and the question Royals. originally was, you don't, you can choose not to root not for a team, but you can't do that this time. I'm making it Cubs. so you have to pick a team. Uh, well, I thought about the my, Cubs too. 
my AL team has always been like the Mariners. I always rooted for them growing up just because they were in and a different Cubs division than the Dodgers. And the team, so we're in the same boat. Yeah, yeah. The the Dodgers have always been ingrained into me, so that's I've just never thought about it. But in the AL, I picked the Mariners because, first of all, I like their color scheme. Um, and then, secondly, they had fucking Griffey. Like, you just couldn't. They Dude, had you don't have to tell me and... I've wasted hours of my life playing Slugfest on N64. Like, not I hours, had Ken days. Griffey Jr.'s fucking Major League Baseball 1997 on my N64. And I wore that thing <laughs> the fuck out. Yeah, man, me too. And the best part is you could, like, turn the salary cap off and just make, like, any trade you wanted to. Like, at one point I had, like, Mike Piazza, Derek Jeter, Griffey, like, just, like, every good uh, player I would make... on the same team. So I would make a season. Good players on the team, though? But uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, that fucking... might be the dumbest thing you've ever said on the show. But you know, we'll move on. <laughs> on the Ken Griffey '97, you could make a season, but you couldn't simulate any games. So if you made a season, you had to play a hundred. Oh, I know. Games. I played them. So I would. Make, I would make it. To my seven-year-old self would make a fucking team, play fourteen games with them, go. Eh. I'm done with this, and then make a new team. And then <laughs> That's the difference that between you and me, because I played the whole fucking thing, dude. Like, I was in. Like, I did all yeah, of it. Yeah, I did that shit, too. I, play, <laughs> I always played the whole sports. Like, I'd play every game this season. I do that shit now. Yeah. But right. back then, when I'm fucking eight, I'm like, I can't, I, now I want fucking Manny Ramirez on my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Mariners would be my baseball team. So, because, like I said, Griffey... Uh, Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez, like just, just beast. And then they yeah. had Ichiro later on. Like they just, I just rooted for them. Um, in basketball, it would probably be the Toronto Raptors because Vince Carter was a goddamn beast. Um, either, like either them, them or the Pacers because I loved Reggie as well. Like Reggie Miller, and I played like an Those NBA shooter around like '96. I rocked out with Reggie Miller and Rick Smiths. So maybe them, but probably the Raptors just because Vince Carter is just boss. So sentimental-wise for NBA, I'd probably go with the Pacers because I have family in Indiana. But just based off of other shit, I think I'd go with the Magic because they have bomb-ass jerseys. Yeah, they do. College. I thought about they the 76ers and for a minute, for a minute <clears throat> too, and then I was like, no, <clears throat> I'm not going to do that. Gross. Bad logo, bad jerseys, bad team, bad people. NHL, I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames. <laughs> Why? Because of Mika Kippersoff? One Mika Kippersoff. I mean, he was the brick wall for a minute, dude. That dude Dion was Kippersoff. Mika Kippersoff is my favorite hockey player besides Bruin. Besides a Bruin right. like ever. He's right. No, he was the, the man. And Jerome Aginla. Aginla was that, the man. That team with rookie Panuff. Jerome Gidla, fucking Mika Kippersoff. That was the first franchise mode I did on an NHL game. I was a Calgary Flames. Special place in my heart, that team. Yeah, I can respect that. Yeah, I, I like the Calgary Flames playing NHL too, but I have to go. Oddly, I picked a lot of Philadelphia teams when I was younger. When I was younger, I loved the Flyers because <laughs> Lindros <laughs> was a goddamn beast. <laughs> They pop. Their jerseys pop. The logo pop. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah, Eric the Lindros black and is orange the man, great. but the Philadelphia Eric Lindros Flyers. Is the man. Oh, they're just the worst. 
I have to yeah. hate them, but their jerseys pop. Yeah, no, they their do. Their jerseys pop, and Eric Lindros was just such a beast. So uh, we'd have to go them for my hockey team if I didn't like the Kings. Where um, are we, football I'd... now? Yeah, football. Detroit This Lions. is the one that interested me. What? Why? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he likes pain? Like, he, he has no perspective of what pain is, so <laughs> yeah, he wants to Yeah, he's got no skin in that game. Like, he's I got don't... no skin in that game. That must be why. What about you, Meech? Because that's the one I was really interested in was your football pick. Because you are you like the Eagles, which is kind of weird for you. So I was, and, and I like you know, them because when I was growing up, so my dad was never really – my dad was a huge baseball guy. Oh, new Dodgers. pick. Sorry. Seahawks. No, you said Lions. We're going to keep that. Um, All right. I'll leave it. <laughs> uh, my dad was always a huge Dodger fan, but he didn't really like football. So, like, growing up, I was kind of looking at teams, and I basically settled on the Eagles because of their, like, logo, and I like their, their jerseys and stuff. And then I just have stuck with them forever. I mean, Deuce Staley was a running back when I first started watching them. Um, now he's a head coaching candidate. Right. Uh, but before them, I – jerseys are why I don't like them. Oh, I like their jerseys. I like their black jerseys the best. Like the black. That's I like the, the, I like the logo, but I don't like the whole jersey. I like, agreed. I like the logo. I wish they had used a different green. Yeah, green the logo has always me. just, that's why I picked them. And then, but before that, slightly before that, I also kind of like the Jags. It was like between the Jags and the Eagles, and I picked the Eagles. Thank God. Good pick. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but back in the day, Mark Brunel and uh, who is their running back? Fred. Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. He retweeted me or liked my tweet something. I got yeah. something from Fred Taylor. Yeah. So like back in the day, like when I was deciding, uh, that was the team I was watching growing up. And I always kind of liked their jerseys as well. Um, their logo wasn't as good as the Eagles and I just like the Eagles players better. So I ended up picking the Eagles, uh, like in like sixth grade, fifth grade, something like way back when, um, remember but, when yeah, we so, beat you guys in 2005, huh? So remember when we beat you guys in 2005, Jesus, <laughs> I can't with you. Um, such a dick. Yeah, uh, who's your, who's your other, oh, you said the Chargers, huh, Bert? Yeah. Rams. It would have to be the Chargers. I always liked the Chargers. Rams. Remember Fouts? <laughs> Do you guys remember Fouts? Steve Fouts. Dan. Dan Fouts. <laughs> I Dan just made Fouts. up a first name. Daniel. Who that is. Yeah, remember that guy? <laughs> they said his name like like a few weeks ago, and I was like, holy shit. That is like, a blast Dan Fouts, from I've the totally... past. I've totally did heard he retire? Name, but I couldn't tell you what he did. Where he did he retire anymore. from commentating? Because he used to always be on the afternoon game. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't been watching football really again until this year for quite a while. So I feel like I haven't seen Dan Fouts in forever. I wonder if he retired because he. I, I don't know, but he's a fucking legend. Piece. Like that mustache was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that mustache was like Burt Reynolds, like Sam Elliott level, Tom Selleck level dopeness. It was fucking amazing. In 2018, yeah. Fouts continued to be a color commentator and analyst for CBS Sports during NFL games. On April 10th, 2020, it was announced that CBS had parted ways with Fouts. I wonder why. I wonder okay. why. All right, well, that's all I've got. Somebody was threatened by his mustache. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Uh, watch it actually turn out to be something terrible, and now we're going to look like he was giving we're all going to look like assholes. For charity and I didn't, I didn't suck his dick like you guys did. I'll be fine. <laughs> You're such a dick, double. Anything else you want to say, boys, before we get out of here? 
None. Once again, let me reiterate, New York Rangers, worst goal differential <laughs> in the NHL after we after game one. <laughs> and that's the show. <laughs> Signing off. Bernie's fucking Bernie. so mad he can't even speak at the moment. Bernie, anything else? Peace. You're a dick Peace. double, but I still love you. <laughs> love you too, buddy. All right, follow us on all the social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Tweet a double and call him a fucking asshole. Peace. <laughs> you can as long as you follow the, follow the show. <laughs> Later. Peace. Peace.